Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John and Pemba and James Grande. What's going on, FN Nation? John Pember here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS podcast recording here on Wednesday for five-game main slate starting at 7.05. James, so we do have an early game, 6 o'clock, six games starting off in the afternoon, but both FanDuel and DraftKings are going with the 7.05 start, and we cover the main slate here. So uh, if you're listening to this and you have any questions for the earlier slate, definitely get in Discord. We're in there to answer your questions. We'll help you guide you through any lineups that you guys have to help you obviously win the early slate. But all of our content for today is going to focus on this five-game main slate. And it's kind of an interesting five-gamer because we talk all the time, small slates mean shorter player pools. And sometimes that means very high concentration of ownership. We got Otani here against Oakland at 10K. On a five-game slate, we talk all the time, like, when do you decide to fade chalk? Do you play chalk? This is, again, a fade at your own risk on a small yeah. slate like this. Otani's going to be 60 65 70% rostered, more than likely. If you're playing two lineups, stack Oakland or fade Otani, put, put Otani in the other one. In cash games, play Otani, right? Yep. Like your, because there's just going to be a lot of concentration there when it comes to his, his rostership on the slate. So he's at 10K. We have a returning Freddie Peralta coming off the 60-day against Pittsburgh. I don't really want to touch this on his return, but we know that what he can bring to the table. He faced Pittsburgh already in his first, one of his first starts of the year. Six shutouts, seven strikeouts. Uh, we know he's a high strikeout guy, but he's only thrown 52 pitches in his, in his right. most recent rehab start. So as we saw, unfortunately, from Jacob deGrom tonight, pulled after 59 pitches, even though he threw 67, and he had a pitch count range of 60, I think it's what I see, 60 to 75 pitches. Yeah, uh, 60, yeah. And the Mets pulled him at the very low end of that tonight. Hard to pay $9,700 for Peralta, even a great spot, just knowing that he's likely not going to get more than 60, 65 pitches there. After Otani, it's really kind of like a pick your poison, in my opinion, right? You got Julio Urias at $9,100. He's going up against San Francisco. Really good starts recently, including a six-inning shutout against San Francisco. He tends to have trouble when it comes to going deep in games as well. I know recently, again, two games where he's pitched over seven innings. But his pitch count almost never really gets above. He had a 99 uh, pitch outing there recently against Colorado. But generally, he sits in that 90 pitch range. And sometimes that means he doesn't get to six innings. So uh, there's some risk there. You have Mikolas against Chicago. Blake Snell's at home against Colorado. Like, where are you outside of Otani? Where are you sort of picking your SP2 if you're playing on DraftKings? Or- Just quick point on Otani. I go over on both ownership numbers you throw out there earlier. 
He was like last late, and I know it's different because he was much cheaper and whatever. He was like 80% owned in big field tournaments, Sean. And yes. there was like 12 games on that slate and six straight games with 10 plus strikeouts says it all. I'm with you. I'm not playing for Peralta. It's obviously a contrarian play, but and he can get six strikeouts kind of like we saw DeGrom in five innings on a Tuesday. But you don't need to do it. I think your eyes does make a lot of sense. I wonder if the... Giants would have J.D. Davis available now that they shipped off Darren Ruff. But Darren Ruff was one of their best hitters against lefties, and they shipped him off. J.D. Davis has not been great this year if he does crack that San Francisco lineup. And San Francisco, Thyro Shada on the IL, Jock Peterson on the IL, Evan Longoria on the IL. They're just, they traded away Kirk Casale, who was a righty bat. Brandon Crawford, still out. They're depleted right now so i do julio urias quite a bit i think the price tag is very appealing i don't hate mikolas he's looked pretty good against the cubs 17 and a half fantasy points per game and they're in two matchups against them the cubs didn't make any deals so they are which is incredibly weird considering yeah, they, they traded uh, robertson yeah they tra- well in terms of their offense because we saw that awkward hug now we could say it's awkward between Ian Happ <laughs> and Wilson Contreras and now both of them are still on the team they hugged again in the dugout after the deadline went by so oh, okay I don't, well, know if you saw, I don't know if you saw that video but once six o'clock hit they they re-embraced in the dugout today. no I didn't that's that's the whole I guess that's the wholesome content you'd love to see but outside of a start in Cincinnati which we know is not the friendliest of ballparks has been Pretty good. 19 or more fantasy points in three or four starts. We know he keeps the ball down. And this game isn't being played in Wrigley. It's being played in St. Louis, where he's thrived this year. 2, 3, ERA, 190 batting average against. So I like him. I like Blake Snell in tournaments. Blake Snell has looked really good, I think. Yeah, it's one bad start lately. It was against Colorado. It was in Colorado. Yeah, it's in cores. Like, it's it happens. It literally happens to everybody. And the one bad start outside, or the four starts outside of that, six innings, one run, seven strikeouts, five innings, no runs, five strikeouts, six innings, 11 strikeouts against San Francisco, even against the Dodgers in LA, five innings, one earned 12 strikeouts. So we know the strikeout potential is tremendous for Snell. And three of those four games have been went just to tally on. So I like Snell quite a bit. In terms of the rest of the position, I don't know, John, like it's a tough position to gauge. Like his Ronzi Contreras actually starting because if he is that could be appealing he's been in triple a for the last month alex cobb has been up and down but he gets the dodgers who kind of lit him up two starts ago you can go there because there's upside justin Steele. he's been like i've probably faded justin Steele too much but i have a lot of respect yeah, for the I, I, I brought him up during his most recent start Yep. Uh, obviously, he didn't pitch deep enough like we wanted him to for unearned run in that for unearned runs. However, in that game, maybe not necessarily entirely his fault. But he hit six right. Ks in that, three and two thirds. Yeah, listen, I don't mind it. I, it's not their best spot, like you mentioned, St. Louis. In St. Louis against guys that can hit lefties like Goldschmidt and Arenado. But I, I kind of go back to Capillion, right, dude? We, yeah, I, I talked about him. Yep. And we were a little bit worried because of Chicago. And he went out and pitched another really good start. So no. last nine starts for this guy, he's got a three, four ERA. He's still not striking out a bunch of guys. I mean, that's, if he's not getting wins, that's going to keep him kind of lower in, the, in his point production. But now he's facing the A's and we know the A's strike out a bunch. So, you know, that could give him a little bit of a bump there in strikeouts. And he's only given up more than three yard runs 
once in his last like 10 starts, right? And the majority mm-hmm. of his starts, he's given up one or fewer runs in five of the last six. The dude is really, really pitching well. $5,700, that feels like a freebie to me. Yeah, for former former first round pick was a highly coveted prospect for the Yankees. So he I'm come not, back from injury too yeah. to start the year. So maybe it just took him a bit to get like his bearings going, and now he's sort of rounding back into form. Yep, didn't make his first start till May first. Yeah, I think you could be correct. And as we've said a million times in the last couple months, yeah, pitch against the Angels. Like face, nothing <laughs> like facing the Angels to get yeah. you on board. Yeah, they just uh, traded Brandon Marsh. Their lineup got even worse. True, so, uh, ain't that the truth? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Trout's out. They got they're throwing Joe Adele at you. Like they're just don't get hurt by Otani. Like he's like right. the only guy in that lineup. Like Taylor Ward's not hitting anymore. Jared Walsh has never hit. Literally, just don't let Otani beat you, right. and you should have zero problems. That's the pitching for me. I think it's the problem is like. <laughs> He's the value starter, but he's facing the top starter. So you just punt. You, what you do is you play Otani, hope he strikes out 12, and Caprillion gets the win. Right? That's, that's like, In like two, one, a 2-1 two, one game or like yeah. a 1-0 game. A, a, yeah. a, DeGrom, a DeGrom game. He goes out there, gives up one run. <laughs> his his yep. and, and dominates. So. Everyone should have right. seen that one coming tonight. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh, my. Unbelievable. The Mets, not, the Mets not scoring for Jacob DeGrom. He cannot score for the guy at all. Whatsoever. Catcher position. We talk about Elias Diaz a lot against lefties. He's got another lefty here on Snell. I know we talked about Snell. Obviously, pitching really right now. Uh, but Diaz himself, uh, 330 average, 981 OPS over the last 10, and a guy that is historically great against Southpaws. He's sitting there right in the mid tier. If you want to spend up for WD Smith, go for it. $550, But other than that, like, where's a catcher that you're looking at? Is it the Milwaukee guys? Like, you got Yadi Molina back off the IL. He hasn't really played well this year, but $2,800. Like, where are you thinking for catcher? I'm not. I'm closing my eyes. Joey Bart for a cheap home run, but even that's not very appealing. I guess you could play like one of the Pittsburgh catchers, like Heineman probably starts, knowing there's no Freddie Peralta for too long, and you get mm-hmm. to the Brewers bullpen no longer with Josh Hader. I don't know, like it's a really crap position. I don't really know how else to, to say it, really. I don't necessarily have anything else that I can add. I guess, you know what? The San Diego guys, probably, John. Alfaro hitting 400 over his or 340 over his last 10 games 3800 and also nola 33 chad cool's dust chad cool has cooled off pun completely intended there since a pretty good start to the year lefty's 365 oba righty's 322 740 ops so nola and alfaro for me i'd be interested in both those padres catchers i hear you where are we where are we going next we're going to first base and Paul Goldschmidt against a lefty is standing out like a sore thumb. Hit his 25th home run tonight. I don't know if you saw the broadcaster called it the exact pitch he was going to hit home run on. Said, how about a 25th home run right here? Followed up by a 25th home run. That was impressive. Maybe if he calls 26, we'll, we know it's going to happen. Maybe he sees the future. But Goldschmidt, 63. You could play Rowdy for tournaments. 
interested, I guess, interested to see who's going to play for San Diego. They have Brandon Jury listed as a first baseman, John, $5,900. I know you want to pay that, but Josh Bell, also a Padre, also don't know if he's going to play $4,800. I'm playing Bell over Drury, that's for sure. <laughs> Wait, you don't want to pay $5,900 for Brandon Jury? No. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I don't. Goldie at 63 I would pay, though. Yeah. Because of the lefty matchup there. Crone against Snell, sure. I would consider... After that, though, man. Seth uh, Brown, if you're, if here's your Otani pivot. It's Seth yeah. Brown. Like, Seth. I don't want to go against Otani. I'm just saying, just, look at, just look at sure. Seth Brown, though, dude. He's just out here just hitting bombs, not getting traded for no reason. Oh. It's true. It's true, true, true. You got a mid-price Pujols. Mid-price Pujols against lefties, and that's where yeah. he's thrived all year. Yeah, that's where we're probably going to take a look. Anybody else for you? Rowdy, probably, 49. Yep, Rowdy. Rowdy Even though that's like a wild price tag for Rowdy to miss. Yeah, it's just the it's literally just because he hits home runs. And it's a five it's a five game player pool yep. as well. His usual like thirty eight hundred. They're like, well, there's not fifteen other first basemen ahead of him <laughs> today, so we got to jack the price up here a little bit. All right, go to second base. Where are you? Where do you looking to plant your flag? Cronenworth homered in the first game of their doubleheader today. I think the Padres were excited about the Soto trade. They scored 13 runs in that game. Definitely going there. I'm interested in Brendan Rodgers. He hits lefties extremely well. He's rolling right now. 447 average over his last 10 games. Just didn't really hit for a lot of power. Just been consistent in the average department. Colton Long's been hitting well. Yep. He hit another home run tonight. I shouldn't say another because, you know, it's not like a big power guy, but he has been rolling. That's my point. Hit a home run tonight. So I think Colton Wong checks in as probably my guy at this here outside of Cronenworth. Yeah, I'm probably in that same range as you are. Going a little bit deeper down, there's really not much that is jumping off the page without really like seeing the lineups, obviously, and knowing who's going to be in, who's going to be out. I will say we've talked up David Fletcher a little bit of late. He homered tonight. Did he? Okay, yep. so even two two for three the other day against Texas with two runs and two RBIs with a double. Now he's got if he homered tonight, that means he's got a double, sorry, a home run and two doubles over his last four games. So maybe David Fletcher at twenty five hundred if you're not a Caprillion guy. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Don't hate that at all. All right, next position. Where are you going to third base? Brandon Jury, fifty nine hundred. Nah, Arenado homered tonight. Definitely can go there against a lefty. Machado. Firmly in play against Chad Cole, even though he's been bad. But we know Machado's relatively good in the split against righties. Yep. Luis Urias been super good lately, too. I think those three guys stand out to me over 4K. And then your boy Garrett Hampson? And then, yeah, Garrett Hampson if he's in the lineup for sure. I don't think there's much else down here. If J.D. Davis does find his way into the lineup, he's 2K. We talked about him earlier, but, you know. Lefties, he tends to hit well. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's that's it's such a weird trade. It is that deal. Okay. That deal is so two weird. guys that hit lefties well straight up that play like the same position ish. Shortstop, you got Trey Turner at the top against Cobb. You got Adamas here against Contreras. That is a crazy price. Fifty six hundred. So really, Adamas, what are we doing now? Thanks. I think uh, he homered. If I'm oh, okay, unless he like Aaron still, Jones. Yeah, he did. He did home. <laughs> Yeah, him, Telez, and Colton Wong of Homer. I can know that I'm shocked about this price tag, but he was priced at 5,806K early in July. So, like, the people, I don't get, yes, 20 home runs great, but he's got a 730 OPS and a 219 batting average. Not necessarily where I'm looking to spend it. I would take a shot at O'Neill Cruz off of a returning Freddy Peralta. If you're just sure. looking for 
a guy that hits fastballs versus a guy that throws fastballs. Like that could be just a, a location matchup for him, right? Like a pitch matchup for him. Yeah, it's not, it's not like Peralta was great either. He just throws hard, and he gets a lot of swing and miss. But, you know, we saw O'Neill Cruz. Who did he take deep the other day? He took he hit a home run again today, too, by the way. Yeah, he homered off of, like, a stud the other day. Though. Oh, Alcantara. Yeah, he took Sandy into the river. Yeah, it's, the guy's one of the best pitchers in baseball. He had no 99-mile-an-hour yep. fastball. He just launched. You know, that bat speed for Cruz is legit. Uh, yep. Of course, Jose Iglesias at 37. That's pretty freebie. And then, are we going with DeYoung here again? Like we could, good, yeah. 3,200 bucks if he's in the lineup. Yeah, I like the value here. Iglesias 37, Hasyung Kim with CJ Abrams traded. He went four right. for five in their first uh, in the first game of the doubleheader today. He's going to be playing as long as Tatis isn't in the lineup. Even maybe when Tatis returns, they can move him all around the lineup in the infield and stuff. DeYoung, yeah. Why not? If he's look, you play him in a tournament only sure. because he's only hitting home runs. But if he hits you a home run at thirty two hundred, you're in a very good spot. Yeah, it's it's clear that shortstop is where we're spending down. Yeah, Dave, and you could we you mentioned David Fletcher last position, but if you wanted yeah. to play him here, he's also shortstop eligible. Yep. All right, outfield. Boogie Betts is your top price outfielder here against Alex Cobb at sixty two hundred dollars. You have Juan Soto potentially making his debut. Don't yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If we if he does make his debut, I'm all in. I, he feels like a guy that is a flair for yeah. that sort of dramatic sort yeah. of like freedom, just get ready to rock at San Diego here. Yeah, um, yeah, freedom from a four hundred fifty million dollar contract offer. Well, freedom from a loser. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we had that conversation. Listen, he's getting his money just because he turned it down from no, Washington. Of course. of course, another team was going to give him four hundred fifty million dollars. And if he goes on and has like an MVP second half, he might get half a billion dollars. Like he might get more. <laughs> yep. The Yankees are going to be like, you know what? We could pay Aaron Judge or we could just throw more money at a younger Juan right. Soto and, right. and see what's going on there. Anyways, Soto's there. You get the Milwaukee guys. Yellick has been hitting the ball really well, just no home run power. Right. So you can kind of pick and choose if you want to spend that money on him. Renfro's been hitting home runs. Outfield is a pit. We've had some slates where outfield has been loaded with guys. This isn't this isn't one of those slates. This is a slate where there's the top couple guys, and then there's a bunch of guys that you normally maybe you'd play one of, but you wouldn't put multiple of them in your line. I'll tell you who I'm going to play. Is it Joey Gallo? No, definitely not Joey Gallo. (laughs) Definitely not Joey Gallo. No, I'm going to definitely play Jerickson Profar. Yes. He had five hits today in their first game in the doubleheader. That's four straight multi-hit games. That's five multi-hit games in his last six. That's seven multi-hit games in his last nine. We got to uh, we got to check in on Matt Sell, see if he's on the prospect report or not. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, former number one overall prospect, Jerks Profar, see if he's back on the list. He's that's, just an ins- been- that's an inside joke between all of us. Sorry, guys, for listening yep. and not clearing you in, but... Shout out to Tim Beckham. Uh, yeah, I think Profar is an elite play. If you want to fade Miklas, say as in for tournaments too. Sure. All right. Not many options for you here, but who is your home run call for the five-game slate? My home run call is not going to be Willie Adamas if it's $600. I'll go... I'm going to go Profar. I'm just going to keep going back to that, man. I know I should probably double down with Machado. He let me down <laughs> and just say Machado until he hits a home run again. But I'm going to go pro far. Chad cools dust and uh, 
lefties are really killing them right now. So I'll go Profar, top of the order, home run. I'm going to go Onel Cruz. That's a good one. Cruz hitting. He's starting to heat up with in the power department. Yeah, that's where we're going to go. We're going to go O'Neill Cruz here against a returning Freddie Peralta. You have, what did you just say? I just, Jer- I just wasn't Jerkson anything profile. you said. Jerickson Profar, right? I, just, I wasn't listening to you at all. Jerickson Profar is James's pick. James is on the playbook. You'll get all of his takes here. Make sure you subscribe to uh, the podcast that you're listening to. Castos now is where we're hosting our podcast, but where you can find this now everywhere, James, basically, right? Like iTunes, Spotify, where it's been, but there's what, Stitcher now. There's like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different platforms. You can even listen to this on YouTube now yep. if you want to as well. If you have these apps downloaded, like certainly go ahead download them like subscribe do everything you can help promote the podcast if you enjoy what you're listening to uh and all of our podcasts this season will be hosted over there once we transition to football and the nba and nhl and all the mlb podcasts are going to be over there so uh, make sure you check all of that out as well but for now james and i'll catch you guys later